On this episode of It's a Bit, we're joined in studio by Jerome Williams. He's a four-star recruit from Osseo, committed to the University of Minnesota Golden Gophers. Awesome interview coming up with him. We're also going to go over our bits of the week at all, as always, which I'm not going to lie, heavily involve some particular Minnesota sports teams. And we're going to end the show by bringing back a segment called Guys Doing Business. We're going to pitch three business ideas for pharmaceuticals. Yeah, that's right, pills. So all that and more on It's a Bit. This is the It's Bits podcast presented by 10,000 Takes. Burgeoning empire called 10,000 Takes. This is the It's a Bit podcast featuring boss man, wags, and journalist Jake. Journalist Jake's a bitch, motherfucker. Hey, you know those guys that do 10,000 Takes? They do some funny bits, right? They're good. They're funny dudes. Yeah. 10,000 Takes. You're hanging with the number one podcast in the Twin Cities. It's a bit with 10,000 Takes. Last name ever. All right, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to another episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. My name is Boss Man, joined by Wags and journalist Jake. And this might be a little presumptuous to say, but I'm going to throw it out there. The 10K decision desk is now ruling that it's officially spring. Yeah, you know, I, I would agree with that. Yeah, I will. I will confirm that statement from the 10K. Decision I almost said desk. summer. No, and it's not quite summer, mm. but it is officially spring because I think uh, what, it's going to be like a few a few days in a row of like eighty degree weather, and then we're yeah. going to go right back to like forty to sixty range. So yeah, it's officially spring. Nice. I think when you hit seventy degrees, I think it's safe to say you're finally in springtime. Which I think we didn't we technically by a calendar perspective hit spring like in March or end of March, but it was literally still twenty degrees out. Yeah, mm. like felt like winter. We had a snowstorm two weeks ago, two Fridays ago. Or whatever it was. Yeah, March and, March twentieth is through June twenty first yeah, is spring, which yeah. is hilarious because June twenty first is that's the longest day of the year, right? Yeah, the summer solstice. Yeah, yeah. so that's yeah, when they the make the age. switch. They're like, "Fuck it, we're gonna switch to summer." Mm-hmm. Yep. When the summer solstice happens, strictly based off of that. And which what's weird because I kind of consider the whole month of June summer, but then if you yeah. look yeah. at like when they consider it winter, it's always like the winter solstice, right? December twenty first is when shortest winter, day of the well, year. Yeah, it was when winter begins, and it's like. Winters in Minnesota, anyways, has already been afoot for several months by mm. that point. Yeah, yeah, and also it was probably a week ago. It was probably what, like thirty degrees, yeah. maybe yeah. twenty. We jumped to eighty. That means potholes are officially back. Yeah, yes, pothole season, construction season. No, we're not in spring. We're in construction season. We're gonna be going. They're gonna be trying to fill those or or finish an eight year project just to start another one next year. So that's where we're at right now. There, I I did hear they're like re rebuilding like. Uh, the biggest overpass in Chicago for like one of their biggest freeways or something. It's a eight year project that they Oof. think is probably going to take twelve fucking years. Oh, probably. And, so well, at least be thankful that they're not like going to tear up ninety four. True. Well, I saw Vegas. Um, the strip is going to be down. The majority of the strip is going to be down to one lane for all of summer. That's, That's going to be bad. Yeah. Yeah. Hundred. So basically, it's, it's going to be construction until the F one race in October. I would assume so. Is that what yeah. it's for? Yeah. And then, they're, for and then they're, the drivers are going to destroy the road, and they're yeah. going to have to redo it. Yeah. It's going to become an annual thing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like golf courses have to like close down for members four months before the tournament. That's going to be the strip now, thanks to Formula One. Mm-hmm. Wouldn't the Olympics be sick in Vegas? The Olympics? Yeah, like the yeah. Summer Olympics in Vegas yeah. would be really cool. Except, they well, need I, w- a lot of I was going to say, yeah. I've heard Olympic Olympians are some of the horniest... Foul people on the planet in terms of uh, the activities mm-hmm. they participate the in when not com- 
competing. So I feel like Vegas for them is a little too much of a playground to, You're right to, about to that. make bad decisions. That's why they have it in places like Lake Placid, right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, okay, how many STDs can you catch in Lake Placid? <laughs> <laughs> Not many. Or Salt Lake City. <laughs> or felonies if you're mm-hmm. uh, Ryan Lochte. <laughs> yeah, Brazil. Yeah. Oh, goodness. Dude, yeah. it's weird because, yeah, it's been so warm lately, but my yard still has plenty of snow. Yeah. There's still a lot of snow around here and that where it's like we need consistent days of 80 degrees yeah. until it fully melts. It's just funny. It's, it's 75. You look at your phone, 75, and then you look out your window and there's snow. I I just, it hasn't been like that in a while around here, which is I'm, hilarious. I'm hoping that golf courses open by the weekend. I, I don't. Obviously, I'm not a, a superintendent or a golf golf course expert, so uh, my opinion is a little biased as a player, but mm-hmm. I say you should open this Friday, you cowards. Just open. Open it up. And, you know, if there's a pile of snow, I'll go Freddy Couple style. I'll play a yellow ball. I'll swallow my pride. There we go. Yeah, you know, instead of bunkers, you also have snow piles to, yep. to, deal, <laughs> to deal with while you're playing golf. Only the elite of the elite can play this time of year. Yeah, right? I was like telling myself. you guys, I think I was telling you guys this last week, when I was a senior in high school... It was the year that we had a snowstorm in in May, on May 1st, if you guys remember. I think it was like 2015, spring of 2015. Mm -hmm. Um, And the golf season had already been delayed so much because of the weather that, A, we were practicing inside, hitting balls into a net, into a curtain in the choir room. (laughs) And at one point, the district just said, screw it, we're going to make them play. And they had coaches and spotters that were volunteers standing in snowbanks waiting for balls, and you'd get like relief. But yeah, like there, like it was a legitimate obstacle to get by were snowbanks. So if you have any story about being a Midwestern golfer, there it is, right there. Did you, they, were they like shoveling greens and stuff like that for you guys to play? They were probably doing something along those yeah, lines. Yeah, that's or hilarious. Or using squeegees or something. I don't know, but yeah, it was it was like middle of May, and they're like, well. The school has a lot invested. Like they've already paid the courses for this. Like we already all the van rentals. We already paid the coaches. Let's just make a play. Screw it. Yeah, so, I'm curious. Puts I, hair in the chest. We'll have to like look around on websites to see if like tea times are opening up. There's got to be one or two courses that are like doing fuck it. No, if we're gonna start making money and some people want to go out and play in the snow, like we would. Um, yeah. Just let's start charging people. Open the doors. Open the gates. Let's if you're going, if you're a frequent Twin Cities parvert. Yeah, golfer around here. Um, you you're already thinking what I'm thinking, and, and that golf course is Oak Marsh, not a sponsor of the show, but they are the they are the course that if there's a slim chance that they could operate, they're gonna open. Mm-hmm. So I guarantee Oak Marsh. Oak Marsh might be open as we speak. There might be people playing there for all we know. They might have just op- opened up today, like, like when they saw a little bit of snow melt. Yeah, that that's their thing. They're like, we don't care. We're gonna open, and we'll deal with the consequences later. So. There's your answer. I'm gonna I'm gonna have to check that. Okay, yeah. I am playing golf somewhere Friday. We can. I, 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 I've gone to two different courses right now that we've kind of frequented. There's no available tee times as of right now. So well, we I feel like if some of these courses are smart, they probably know that this could like if they open up too quick, even if it's the snow is off, if it's too wet, it could ruin probably ruin their greens and yeah, fairways yeah. for a while. And I don't even I don't even. There's no way the ground is thawed yet. No, that's like a two. That's at least a few week process. Yeah, and so that could just. People walking through tearing that can easily tear up the ground. Right, the break shit. The snow melting is just the tip of the iceberg. Yeah, literally. So, but some courses like Oak Marsh could definitely be open just for the hell of it. Yeah, just why not? Um, but while golf's a happy topic, let's move into bit of the week, which I've just I've been waiting for this since Saturday. So, Jake, let's start with you for your bit of the week. What is it? Uh, mine is the predicament bit. Um, 
Zane has been was very involved with this. So obviously, Gopher hockey was in the uh, national championship game. Um, but another thing was occurring that night: the Red Hot Chili Pepper concert um, on Saturday night that I had circled on the calendar for a while, and I was like sick to my stomach. Doing with the predicament of should I be going planning on going to Diggy Town to watch the Gophers? And there's a lot of people on here saying, Fuck yeah, you do. But then the other side of me was telling me, like, you gotta go to this concert. They're one of your t- top three favorite bands of all time. You wanted to go to this. So I was like sick to my stomach all day going back and forth. Like, no, I'm gonna go watch the game. Well, and even that makes e- sense. Even before, I'm a Gopher fan. Even before the day of you were freaking out. I remember um you went out to the bars Friday night and I, I didn't, so I fell asleep and I woke up to five texts of you just dude. Chili peppers, dude, we should go. I just I literally know. individual texts like that, five of them in that morning. I thought like maybe because I was a little drunk, like, okay, you know, the, n- the next day I'm going to be fine. Like I'm going to decide to go to the Gophers or it's going to be a lot clearer. Not, not true. And I was sick to my stomach like the entire day, like trying to figure out. I went back and forth. I'm going to go watch the Gophers somewhere. There's national championship, but I'm like, oh, fuck, dude. Net red Chili peppers, like they are not just like some band that like I like. Oh, I like Danny California from Rock Band from 2008. No, it's like we grew up, Zane and I, we grew up listening to their shits from their first album in 1982, watching videos of them in a club with their socks on their cocks, you know, shit going way back. But we ended up making a compromise. I'm like, let's go to the concert. I can watch the game on my fucking phone, which was, which was, which was fine. You know, I'm like, this is a place to celebrate in a way, watching favorite band watching my favorite band play and and seeing them win. Ultimately, that did not happen. And what was stupid, remember that guy uh, was sitting there near us. He saw I was wearing gopher stuff. He was wearing gopher stuff too. And he sees I'm watching the game. He's like, do not fucking reveal anything to me. Um, do not react. I have a recording at home. It's like, what? Why Why are you here? Like, there's going to be, there's, there's other gopher fans here. Clearly I'm watching the game. You can't, you can't tell me what or when, or when I cannot react. Yeah, the tickets have been on sale for a year at this point. Yeah. There is plenty of golfer fans there who just bought tickets yeah. six, seven months in the past. For sure. So it makes, that makes total sense, but don't get mad at me if I want to watch it on, on a, on a TV or on my phone. So that made absolutely no sense to the guy. So, but I'm sitting there reacting and, and I'm trying to like blend it in with like cheering for the songs, you know? <laughs> Um, but ultimately when they lost and we saw their fucking overtime, 10 seconds, um, 10 seconds in the tournament, 10 seconds in overtime, like, and watching that 20 seconds, like as awesome as the concert was, it almost was like one of a scene from like a war movie where you're, you're stunned by like a flash grenade and it's all the sound is all blurred around (laughs) you. I'm just watching it and they scored 10 seconds in. And I remember just sitting down on my chair and then you pop back up. We're at a concert right now, so I'm vibes are high. You know, I I can't get I can't get depressed. But then it hit me like after the concert when things hyped down. The hype of the concert came down a little bit. I was fucking depressed. I'm still kind of am depressed about it. It 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 really sucked. But there was a predicament on Saturday. But I made both work. Um, ultimately, watching the Gophers lose fucking sucked. Yeah, but you couldn't have asked for a better place to be when they lost. I, yeah. I, I did, because like, when they lost, I was like, you being the diehard golfer fan that you are, I thought you would just have been devastated and not have said a word the rest of the night. But no, you sat down for maybe 10 seconds, 15 seconds. You got right back up and you started singing the Chili Peppers Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm like, this is the place to be. Like, I I, I, uh, uh, I texted Jack after two. I'm like, a good thing I'm at a concert right now or else I'd ingest cyanide or something. <laughs> yeah, I, I couldn't imagine being in Dinky Town on that. I was going to say. I, I'd have been it, depre- more depressed. I wonder if anyone had any. I didn't see any videos or pictures of Dinky Town. All I saw were some drunk kids on the news who, which... 
The funniest thing in the world is that Five Eyewitness News thought it was a good idea to go to Sally's after the, the <laughs> Gophers <laughs> lose That's in, not a good in that fashion in the national championship. One kid, me and my, I was watching it with my parents. We were just dying because one kid was like so drunk he could barely stand up in the background. He kept like knocking his buddy over and his buddy had to like help him. That kid ended up talking and didn't end up doing too bad of a job, but God, that guy needed a water. So, um, hmm. yeah. It, it's, it's on our Instagram. Go and check it out. It's hilarious. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that. That kid's fucked up. Um, but <laughs> well, I have some thoughts on the game. Um, I did call it. I did say Quinnipiac was the team of destiny. Now, was I joking? Mm-hmm. I It was mostly a joke. But they went home empty-handed mm-hmm. in 2016 in Tampa against Zane and I's alma mater, the North Dakota Fighting Hawks. Boo. Sue, Just yeah, yeah. Sue. Yep. But uh, <laughs> I don't know what the fuck happened in the second and third period. They, I don't know either. I completely mean, they, different team. They gave up. Yeah, they just played a defensive shell. They, oh. it, I, I said they played Mike Zimmer prevent defense, and <laughs> I did, did say Mike Zimmer just caught a stray during the National Hockey Championship, but it's true. What the Gophers had, like, four shots on goal between the second and third period. Unacceptable in a National Championship <laughs> game. <laughs> yeah. Unacceptable. They had one ch- I remember we were watching in the last two minutes, and I was getting really... Uh, that's when it, it kind of hit... Before the game, I was still I still couldn't believe we were in a national championship game. Like a team I'm cheering for is in a title game, so it was still kind of hard. But by the time the third period hit and we had a two one lead and it was five minutes left, I'm like, oh my god, we could win a national championship. And I was sitting there like rubbing my neck. I was so fucking nervous. And then they showed fourteen. This shots this period, Quinnipiac fourteen, Minnesota one. I'm like, oh, they're gonna score. And yeah. sure enough, that's what happened. I remember I said though before or when the Gophers. Um, beat St. Cloud State. I'm like, this is what's going to happen. We're going to make it to the championship and lose to Quinnipiac because uh, they're another New York team that we probably shouldn't lose to like we did in 2013 with Union, although I think Quinnipiac is a lot better than that Union team. and It's not as big of an upset, but it's it's like, what the hell? But I knew when they beat Michigan, it was going to be a tough game, but I thought when we went up 2 nothing, it was it, we were okay, feeling pretty good, but you need one more for comfort, and we never got that. Yeah, you, there was a bullshit penalty, I think, called yeah, at the end of the third period. It was like that high stick. Yeah. They were, mm-hmm. they were tangled up. They were. T- yeah, I think the Quinnipiac player grabbed um, the Minnesota player's stick, and then as the Minnesota player was trying to free it, he eventually high stick the player. But again, the original penalty that should have been called was the holding the stick. Yeah. It wasn't. They get a power play, they score. And when they score, and your team's only had, like Jack said, I think four shots across two periods, um, it's not... It's not looking good for you in all yeah, the time. Do, no. do, do the math on that one. Um, it, it was it was insane, actually, like how how much the momentum shifted. Uh, I think a, a part of that blame does go on Joe Smith. Did anyone else see his tweet? The, mm-hmm. uh, the 22 he, and He does a great yeah. job. I'm, I'm not going to rip on him here. He does a great job covering the wild, but he did tweet at 8.32 p.m. on Saturday, Gophers are 22-0 when leading after two periods of the season. Mm-hmm. And the first response is Russo saying Joe. Yeah, yeah. I saw, uh, I saw Lapanta even quote tweet that and saying, "Go ahead and say it. Jinxes aren't real because Lapanta's a big jinxes aren't real guy." Right. Yeah. It, but like after that, after the Gophers scored the second goal, and it was at the first period. I think it was still the first. Period. I was just like, "Oh, so it's going to be one of these national championships? Like the Gophers are just a better team? Like even if they, even if they, they couldn't blow it if they tried? Yeah. And they did try, and they did blow it. So <laughs> Quinnipiac, team of destiny. Yeah. It. Uh, I. I don't. I, I they showed that graphic or that's that stat I remember at the beginning of the third period and they it was there. ESPN the did it too. Yeah. So it's also their fault. Yeah, the camera was on Bob Motsko and it said Gophers twenty two and zero this season after 
leaving oh, after two. And Jake, just because I, I want to rile you up even more right now, um, if if you were actually able to listen to the broadcast mm-hmm. since you were at the concert, uh, the the guys they had between periods were like oh. massively rooting for Quinnipiac. Oh, oh yeah, I'm they sure did, they didn't it's say East Coast bias. They didn't say a single nice thing about the Gophers. Like my dad was fuming between I'm periods sure. at that. So I just wanted to let you know that I, the announcers were not on your side either. I, I saw a lot of bias heading up for that game, too. and mm-hmm. They were just talking about Quinnipiac well, left and right. Even the Frozen Four against BU. It, it was nothing I like, because I actually BU. got to hear the audio of that game. There was not They weren't really talking about the good things the Gophers were doing. It was everything that BU was doing. I know. So, I mean, like, part of me, though, does feel good for Quinnipiac because they's, they've never won it. And if you ever hear mm-hmm. their coach's story, like when he took over, they were a D3 program. Mm-hmm. Apparently, they the the only ice time they could get in town was at like midnight. Mm-hmm. And uh, to their first tryout, they had 17 skaters show up and eight goalies. And obviously, <laughs> t- 17 is not enough to build a full team. So he ended up asking the goalies who were not good enough, have you ever have you guys ever played out? And then when they went to D1, he thought he was going to get fired, but he convinced the athletic director to, to keep it. His second year as a coach, they got like 10 p.m. ice time, and he was thrilled that he could get more than three hours of sleep. So, like, Quinnipiac has had to grind from the gutters yeah. to get here. So I am a little happy for them. But for all these, like, A-plus a talent gopher players who are already doing well in their NHL debut, which happened last night, Monday night, it is like that's just got to leave a scar on you forever. Yeah. yeah. And also, this was, like, in a way, this is like the chance to like kind of get Minnesota fans to stop, like to stop believing that nothing but bad shit's gonna happen in Minnesota. Yeah. Right? this was the chance to kind of turn that I around. I know, I know. And two to zero, you know, and especially you right before it. like the Wolves play the play-in game, like the Wild play we the playoffs, like the oh, yeah. the Twins, the Twins are back. Like that would have been a good way to kick off like a, a summer of maybe maybe the tides are turning. Yeah, but uh, as oh. it looks right now, we are still stuck in the seventh dimension of hell. Mm. So we, we got the Minnesota Wild. Fingers crossed. <laughs> I don't know. It's uh, gonna be. It was and just, there, we're just asking for a first round. Mm, we're just. I know. We're just asking yeah. to win the first round. Let's, let's win a series. Yeah. yeah. And then you know, this is of course a long ways out, but a Twins just winning a playoff game. Yeah, it's <laughs> yeah. insane. It shouldn't be a lot right to now. ask for in a decade. Uh, no, not or, at all. Or two decades. We're, we're not asking for much at all. Let's just win yeah. a few series, guys. Yeah. It's, Twins it's, win a game. Ult- yeah. Ultimately, I guess it was. Uh, if I if I didn't go if I went to Dinky Town and they lost, you would have drank I, yourself to death. I would have I, I would have ordered ten shots. <laughs> yeah. Like, also, the concert restricted me because there was lines and beers were more expensive and they didn't serve hard liquor at, at your you know right at your expense. So. Yeah, but you got your fucking Sierra Nevada. You were I did good. get a Sierra Nevada. I was I was doing pretty good, but I didn't just get. If I was in Dinky Town, I would have ordered. T- I swear, I would have probably ordered like four or five. Yeah, your liver shots. your liver is probably thankful you basically put yourself in a riot free prison. Yeah, honestly, it was. Oh, goodness gracious. Yeah. Dude, as, as soon as Quinnipiac scored, I get a text from my brother, Gavin, and it just says, I bet Jake is devastated right <laughs> yeah, now. And, then, and I sent him a video. Yeah. At least I didn't lose my wallet <laughs> twice Dude, in Vegas. I was Like I said, I was watching that game with my dad, and when that goal happened in overtime, my jaw just dropped. Yep. And I just looked at him, and he looked at me for like five seconds. I don't even remember what he said because I was just – I was in, and not even I'm not even like a gopher hockey fan. But I was just in in utter shock. Yeah, I think everyone was just in shock. Well, and the thing is too about that goal, it happened in slow motion. They scored the goal with ten seconds into the period, but you could tell about four seconds into the period that they were about to score. I know. So you slowly sat there for six seconds, like watching them score, and it was yeah. just torturous. We, and like we, mo- mo- 
momentum wise too. You knew you knew it was done. coming. Like it's so hard to give up a two goal lead and get beat that bad on time of attack and then yeah. shots on goal and then somehow miraculously score. Like that never happens. So we've seen this before in Minnesota hockey. That happened with the the Wild in the bubble uh, in the Vancouver, Vancouver series, or, game five. In that or, case, oh, yeah, it was yeah. best of five, but still, it was the last game we went to. Or no, 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 it was game four. I think it was the force of game five because um, I think we lost that two to one or, you're, you're or whatever. Right, yeah. But um, they literally scored like 10 seconds into that overtime. We went to overtime in that game, and they scored, and I was like, Oh, and the funny part too is like the Canucks have not have barely had any success in the past you know few years except for against the Minnesota. I know, Wild. and of course that happens in Minnesota, and yeah. now you have Quinnipiac beating Minnesota in overtime after coming down from two nothing, or yeah. yeah, after being down two nothing. So it's just it's it's Minnesota fashion at at its best. That's all I can say. Yep, it's the way she goes. All right, Wags, what do you got for your bet? My bet is going to be the sports heaven bit. This Saturday was literal sports heaven. Um, sorry, not this last Saturday was literal sports heaven. Uh, we had the Masters, obviously, with the Gopher Hockey National Championship game. There was a Wolves game. There was a Twins game. The St. Paul Saints played a doubleheader in St. Paul. There was a Wild game. The Loons had a game. And there was a UFC pay-per-view. I mean... That is one of the most jam-packed sports days of stuff that would interest me as a sport, you know, a consumer that I've ever been a part of. So it was literally sports heaven this weekend. October's overrated. It is. Oh yeah, fuck mm-hmm. October. Let's start the conversation. Everyone talks all about October. Let's talk about April. Yeah, April is now the new October. Yeah. yeah. Well, they say uh, because October, it's like the sports paradox or whatever. All four teams could play at once, but but or all four leagues yeah. in general. But like this was just. A day where like all of our leagues in our state were playing, yeah. except the Vikes. To those to except those people though, I and... say the Masters don't play in October. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, that is true. Yeah, the being, the, but yeah, with the Masters for sure. Like, yeah, that was a crazy day. Even though we only got to see a couple hours of golf on Saturday because there was a hurricane in Augusta. Yeah, and trees trees fell. were falling. Yeah, that was. Crazy. I don't know how no one died from. Yeah, that. I know. there was a story about a woman who was standing there literally and a tree fell to the left of her and she looked to her right and another tree fell to the right of her. And it's she probably wondered if she was God for a second yeah. or something. How like like what was the official reasoning for them falling? Maybe they retained too much water. That's that's literally it. Though? I think all those that's trees. So I'm pretty sure all those trees are planted there. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like everyone's coming out and saying that's what happens when you put up a bunch of fake trees. No, yeah. It's like okay, it, it's, it's a golf course. Like <laughs> everything's a simulation. Beggars can't be choosers. You, you you're not going to go build a golf course in the Amazon rainforest. Yeah. Like let's get over that. Well, part. yeah, because it looked like they. It looked like someone just like lightly put them on on the ground and put some mulch around them, and they just <laughs> fell. Yeah, just tipped yeah, over. It's, it's almost like when you dig a hole to like stick a sign in or something, mm-hmm. and you dug the hole too big, and it's like leaning out. Yeah, yeah. that's kind of what the trees were like. It looked like they, they had no foundation. Yeah, there was that not was really crazy. much there. Um, all right, we'll go into my bit quick before our interview with Jerome Williams. Uh, just sticking to sports, specifically Minnesota sports. I have the punch your teammate bit. Uh, the Timberwolves had the most Timberwolves scenario on Sunday. So let's read off the course of events. Uh, on Sunday, the Wolves played against, was it the Pelicans, I think? Um, obviously tight in terms of making the play-in tournament, which they did. We're recording this Tuesday, so we don't know the result of the game. You probably will know the result of the game when you listen to this on Wednesday. But uh, on Sunday, Rudy and Kyle Anderson got in a heated argument during a timeout. You know, one was saying you should rebound. The other said... You know, like, well, why don't you try getting steals and assists? And then Kyle Anderson proceeded to call Rudy, uh, or he said, shut the fuck up, bitch. Rudy throws a punch, gets sent home at half, resulting in a one-game suspension given by the Wolves. 
Jaden McDaniels then punches something in the hallway of the tunnel. He's out for the year. And the best part of all of this, the Wolves win the game. Somehow. <laughs> so That's crazy. All of this for a win on a, on, a, on, mm-hmm. on Easter Sunday. Who else but the Wolves? They... Oh my God! So go. So like I said, we're recording this Tuesday night. The play-in game starts in a couple hours. Here, I don't think there's a chance in hell that the Wolves win the game. I think they're like plus two twenty-eight on the money line, eight mm-hmm. and a half point underdogs. But what I will say is, it would be incredible to watch the Wolves win this game because I will be watching ESPN all day tomorrow, just watching Stephen A. First take, fucking Max or uh, Mike Greenberg. Mm-hmm. Max Kellerman, Max Kellerman. I, I want to watch all of them try to talk their way out of this. They'll talk their way out of it by saying, "Oh, they're going to win their second game of the plan and go and play the first seed in the West." Which is mm-hmm. cool. they're, they're going to say the yeah. city of Minnesota doesn't deserve yeah. that yeah. win. I can't yeah. believe Stephen A. Smith referred to they Minnesota don't deserve as that a city. Win. What is hockey? Yeah, he first. Well, first that fucking Molly girl says that hockey doesn't count yes, as a yes. championship. It's like it counts as a sport. Whoa. It is a sport. Whoa. Okay, and then Stephen A. calls this the city of Minnesota. It's like I don't understand. It's not like we're we're a really really small state. Like Minneapolis and, and St. Paul are very big, well known cities. Yeah, how do you screw that up? Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're like they're like they know so little about us. It's like they're referring to a village in Russia when yes. they're talking about us mm-hmm. and our interests. It's crazy. It's yeah. insane. It's L. A. It's L. A. and Boston, and then just everything else is just doesn't exist yeah so and jack i know you laid out a lot of this but yeah the last 10 days for the minnesota timberwolves nas reed breaks his wrist you got rudy gobert fucking throwing a swing at kyle anderson mcdaniels breaks his right hand punching a wall did you hear what he said he said that he was punching the curtain in front of the wall and he didn't know that the wall was behind it that was his excuse <laughs> which Dude, is, 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 come on and then after that the timberwolves um internally suspended gobert for a game so yeah which, they're out of three players right now three players who regularly would start which i think I get like team rules and culture and stuff. I think when it is a do or die situation, you throw all that shit out the window. Yeah. I think you you sit down, Rudy, you sit down, Kyle, you yell at them, tell them to stop acting like children, scare them straight. Cool. Let's go play. Let's go win a play in game, Minnesota. Yeah. Let's get to the I playoffs. Can, I understand I've never played at that level, right? So I'm sure emotions are way more heated than any level I've ever played at. I just could never imagine. Just like during the middle of the game, calling my like a teammate a bitch and fuck. Yeah. It's like when you're supposed to be working together and then the other person throwing a punch. That is that. You guys are about to play in a playing game. You still were trying to establish what seed you were going to play in in that playing game. <laughs> they could have <laughs> lost and been a nine or a ten. And you're you're calling each other out at the end of the season. Why would you do that? It's just Timberwolves. Dude. It's just it, it literally, it literally is the Timberwolves. It's, it's just how it is. It's like when you go to a really fun place and you see two people arguing. It's like, why are we fighting here and now? Yeah, we're they're, in Valley Fair. Yeah. Or you like, see a couple just arguing. Have, have a chance to get in the playoffs. Like, yeah. let's smile. This, exactly. is, this is not a normal We're occurrence. in a fun place. We're, we're smiling. We should be smiling. So now. correct me if I'm wrong. If the Wolves lose tonight, they're a high enough seed in the playing tournament that they'd get another game for the yeah. 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 Okay. Okay. So at least Gobert, like if they lose tonight, he'd have a chance for some redemption. Yeah, they could. Uh, instead of being back to back playing champs, we could be back to back playing survivors. <laughs> yes, back- yes, and play playoff appearances. You should yes, say back to back playing. Oh yes, yes, hang the banners, hang, hang the banners, put playoff in Target Center, hang it, hanging in every sports venue at the Exo Energy Center. Even just we need notoriety that the Timberwolves actually made the playoffs again. Yeah. Dude, I'm actually two years in a row. I'm I'm so down for the Wolves to hang those banners. I mean, you are literally the the, the one sports franchise with the worst winning percentage in all of the four major sports, right? Yeah, hang, hang your small victories. Hang them. Well, I, I just realized if. So if they if they get out of the plan and they officially because the plan technically isn't playoffs, but if they get out of the plan 
and make it into the playoffs, I think this, this will be the first time they have made the playoffs back-to-back in at least 20 years. So that's crazy. It's it's just hilarious to me because I was watching, you know, I usually like to turn on get up or first take while I'm working just as background noise. And I happen to catch them talking about the Timberwolves, which rarely happens if you're a Minnesota mm-hmm. sports fan. And uh, while they're doing the breakdowns of the matchup, you know, Wolves, Lakers, this was kind of when the stage was set. I just took a I took a photo of the screen of, of when they were talking about it. Why can I not? Here it is. So it says the first one. Rudy Gobert throws punch at teammate Kyle Anderson during Sunday's game. Jaden McDaniels out for season after fracturing hand from punching the wall. Team faces Lakers tomorrow in play-in tournament. And that's when I started to think that the phrase, all press is good press, is complete horseshit. Because that was that was a, a ricochet shot at the Wolves basically saying, they're going to lose to the Lakers, and we're talking about it right now, two days before the game. Literally, how do you lose that many players or have like yeah, ten uh, days before the playoffs? Yeah, yeah ten days read. before the read that you know, that's more accidental, but that's more of an understanding. Minnesota shit happens. We lose players like that to injuries. But then Jaden McDaniels, you're punching a wall. Then Rudy Gobert, you punch your teammate because you're in an altercation in the last game like, of the season. This all happened of these in the last game of the had season. To happen. No. These Not you already a, a, had Nas Reed. Like, what are you guys doing? If I was like Chris Finch right now, I would be absolutely irate. Like, why are we acting like fucking children in the last game of the season? Yeah. And that's why the, la- the last two years, that's why the team just can't seem to get their shit together. Like, like they'll have long stretches of the season where they're below 500. And mm. then, they'll you know, towards the end, five. they'll get together and then they'll win in the playoff tournament. Right. And then lose in the first round. So. Well now, it's now we no can fi- we can finally start the uh, the conversation of uh, Luka Garza better than Luka Doncic. <laughs> it's true. There will be one Luka who's, in the playoffs, yeah, and that will be Luka Garza. Yeah, who's the better Luka? Yeah. We might need Luka. Is Luka Garza going to play? He probably has probably, to. Now, he has to play yeah. now. Doesn't have a choice. <laughs> Fucking hashtag uh, Dev. Damn it. Yeah. All right. Uh, enough of us uh, complaining about sports. Let's move into our interview with four star recruit Jerome Williams. Folks, welcome back to It's a Bit. We got our very special guest here, a future Gopher star. We got Jerome Williams. He's a four-star recruit from Osseo, committed to the University of Minnesota. Jerome, it's great to have you in studio here, and uh, really excited to seeing you on the field this fall. All right, thank you for having me, and I appreciate the kind words. Yeah, dude, you bet. You're good, man. You came in wearing that badge and everything. Like it was like, oh, this guy, you're legit. You got the fucking badge, and it's official, dude. Like we're excited to excited to have you at the U, man. It's gonna be a fun time. What made you want to go there? Um, a lot of things came into like my decision, but uh, probably the coaching staff was probably like number one for me. Obviously, it's like 25 minutes away from like where I live. Yeah, and it was like my first college football game i went there and it was like my first visit so uh they were like the first coaching staff that i met and like out of all the like coaching staffs that i met they like constantly just like checked up on me trying to get me back on campus text messages phone calls all that type of stuff so it was like really cool to like see that they like really wanted me because like most schools i would only hear from like once a month once every two months so that played a really big uh, part in it so yeah were there any uh like runner-ups or was it pretty obvious that it was the u um by like december i kind of just knew that i was gonna go there anyway uh i, I could have dragged it out when i more visits but like i kind of just wanted to like get it over with and just done deal type of thing but if i had to say there was like a runner-up uh probably iowa state okay oh, yeah. i thought you're gonna say iowa <laughs> no <laughs> they didn't really recruit me and they, oh. they were like mad when I committed it. I was like, 
Uh, the guys that recruit me. You didn't even yeah. talk to me. Yeah. <laughs> it's funny. That's the same paradigm that Jake had. He was, what, you were the U1 Iowa State too. Probably, most likely. Except yeah. you, you're not an athlete. So. Yeah, I'm not an athlete, so I'm not on the same scale at all. Intramurals, maybe. Or, <laughs> intramural know, recruitment. Intramural recruitment. I was being recruited by the intramural group on campus. Did you uh, <laughs> Did you grow up a big golfer fan or not really? Um, Not really, because I didn't really start playing football until like ninth grade. Oh, and, dang. Yeah. And oh. I wasn't like big into like college sports. I was more like NBA. I always just like watch yeah. basketball. So yeah. not really. Are you a big Wolves guy? Uh, <laughs> it's hard to it's be a Wolves guy. Yeah. <laughs> had a lot of interesting seasons. So yeah, interesting to say the least. It's, it's <laughs> been crazy. Well, did you play? Did you play basketball at school? Oh yeah, I played uh, freshman year, and then after that, like after I kind of like got a taste of football, that's when I just like was like, oh, kind of just go full time with football, see what. Okay. Get me yeah. Well, I'm not sure if you're aware, but Gopher Hoops has been struggling lately. I mean, what are the odds we can get you in there? Help them out. Yeah, double up. <laughs> double, yeah. double dip. What position would you be? Uh, with my skill set, probably like a four or five. Like height-wise, uh, like guard. Yeah. How, how tall are you? I always, whenever I get like measured on campus, I'm six three and a half. Okay. You seem okay. like you're okay. bigger than six three. You seem and way half. taller than that. <laughs> yeah. It's just your stature. Mm-hmm. Well, when you say you get me- you get measured on campus, is that the you do you get are you a different height at at in high school or um, at the school or versus the campus? Yeah, I always get like six five. Really? <laughs> oh, that's yeah. funny. Yeah. Oh, okay, it's a little extra that's boost. Funny. Yeah, maybe Just I, a boost. maybe I need that. Yeah, <laughs> kind of pushing five eleven. I need to go to a high school and get a. Uh, you know, get measured. Get measured for recruitment. You yeah. can go to the girl at the bar. See, I am six foot. See here, no, I have proof. I have certification from Osseo High School. <laughs> yep, six <laughs> five. That's, that's what it, that's what it says. Um, I've always wondered too, like in terms of the coaching staff, I know there's been a lot of really great, uh, like O linemen who have come out of the U, uh, notable example. Uh, what is his name? I always forget. Daniel. Uh, the golfer center from last year is also supposed to be a high pick. This John year. Michael Schmitz. Yep. That's him. Yes. So okay. like, so when you're getting recruited, do you actually get to meet like your, your line coach? Do you get to meet that person? Yeah. Uh, he was, like, one of the first people I talked to and, like, yeah. exchanged, like, contacts with. And, like, he was, like, who I talked to the most. And he would just, like, uh, just text me, like, oh, how are you doing? Uh, how's football? Or, like, when I was in basketball, he's like, oh, how's basketball? And he just asked, like, how my family's doing and, like, what I've been up to this week. So, yeah, I do talk to position coach a lot. And I talk to, like, the recruiters a lot or, like, Coach Fleck a lot. Yeah, nice. So you say, like, you went to, like, a game there and – and you said the you said your first game you went to was that Bowling Green homecoming game, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which which says a lot. Then that it's it's not just about necessarily a, a team winning that in one game that you know makes your decision. It's about everything else and factors outside of that. We we appreciate you for for still committing even though after that you know that game mm-hmm. was was a but it's one game. Do we like when Min- we like when Minnesotans stay here though? Yes, too, we, right? do. Right. we do. Hometown right. kids. Espe- I'm hope- especially as a four star recruit, like we're used to you going somewhere else. Yeah, so yeah. It, it is pretty incredible that you, you stuck around here. Yeah. Well, do does the does the four star label does that? Do you even care about stars or anything? I'm sure you're just trying to play football and just try to play somewhere beyond high school um it does a little bit i'll be yeah. lying if i say yeah i don't no. care about it because like I, I went from like a three to a four after i went to a camp there actually how, how does that work like this preseason do they give you the star or like what how does that happen um they just like watch your film from like 
in season and they give you like a rating and then like they'll either like relook at that exact film or like they'll see you at like a camp mm. and like they'll just up you to whatever that feels like necessary. Okay. That still blows my mind you didn't start playing till ninth grade. Like mm-hmm. you went from ninth grade to a four star recruit in just three years, four years, which is nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, what was that feeling when you first, I'm not sure who gave you your first scholarship offer, but like, what was that feeling like when you received your first scholarship offer? Um, I was like expecting it, but at the same time, I wasn't like fully sure. Cause like my coach at my high school was like, Iowa State's recruiting and this is like two or three weeks into the season. And I'm like, Oh, kind of caught me off guard. Cause like, if I mean like honest with myself, I didn't think I was going to get like an offer to like senior year. And I didn't think it was going to be like that. Uh, power five football yeah yeah so mm-hmm. yeah it was like huge like i remember uh, i got there they just like got my measurements type of thing and then headed out to the stadium watched warm-ups and then like the offensive line coach came up to me he's had like a quick conversation like at the end of the conversation he's like oh we're gonna offer you a scholarship and then he just like walked away <laughs> <laughs> just that quick yeah it's like okay and then like i shook his hand and then he just like <laughs> you think it'd be something more elegant or like you know a little more presentation or something like you're getting a scholarship man but no it's just quick it's almost kind oh. of borderline oh, sketchy it's like yeah. hey for your <laughs> if, if, you, if you accept this offer meet me in this parking ramp at 9 p.m shows on up, saturday night shows up wearing a trench coat it's like what's <laughs> your scholarship yeah. <laughs> yeah so like i called my mom called my dad and then i think the third person i called was my cousin yeah. So yeah, it was like really uh, huge for me, huge for my mom. My mom cared a lot. She doesn't only really watch football, but like she was like really excited. Yeah. Well, she's gonna watch a lot now. Yeah. She's <laughs> gonna watch a ton more football. Yep. Does she? Uh, do, does she go to a lot of your games or no? Uh, she went to like a couple high school games because like she doesn't like the cold. Like. Mm-hmm. So she went to like. <laughs> you, you chose the wrong school for cold. <laughs> <man>. <laughs> exactly. like, so like she'll probably come to games like September, October, and then like November, like. Those are TV games. (laughs) Those games are going to mean the most, too, especially later in the stretch if you're playing for, like, the West Division to go to the Big Ten Championship. Mom, are you coming out? Nope. Nope. It's too cold. Mm -hmm. No, no, I mean, I get it, though. It it can be really brutal, though. It's like the Iowa game and Wisconsin game. We usually play, like, November, right? Yeah, 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 dude. We were were, were at (laughs) the Iowa one this year, and our our tent, like, blew over. We were trying to fasten a tent while it's minus 20 Mm -hmm. with the wind chill, and it's... Only, only the bravest fans survive. Hey, but we figured it out. We did, and and Tanner Morgan did, as we're, we're ripping on the cold lot. We don't want to scare. We don't want to scare you from playing. He has cold, lived but, here. No, you have. You, you, yeah, you have played. Yeah. You have played here, obviously. Yeah. So, um, but you know, Tanner Morgan, I think, was saying, and I think even Mariano said, like, we we fucking love those games. Yeah, that was like the really the grit of of football playing in the cold, and that's where you can really have that home field advantage. Yeah. Like you so, got to come here and play us in the tundra. Yeah, you're not getting because even down in Iowa City, I don't even think games are getting that cold no. you know just that little far south so you yeah. can take that to your advantage uh something i wanted to bring up i saw in your u of m football intro pictures on instagram you were eating pancakes yeah. and uh you claim to be the ceo of pancakes oh first off how much does that position pay and uh second off why pancakes is that like your go-to breakfast or um kind of like the whole like pancake block type of offensive thing. line i figured that was it <laughs> but yeah i uh, as a as a pancake guy myself, I, I was I was thought you might have been in the corner of well, it's my favorite breakfast food. <laughs> okay, yeah, there you go. Best of both worlds. It's a yeah. double edged sword, or a <laughs> double meaning. Then do you eat pancakes uh, for bre- uh, for dinner, or what would be your your go to food then for the dinner? Um, kind of like anything, to be honest. I eat a lot, and I'll yeah. eat like almost anything at like any time of day. Like, are yeah. you, are you one of those guys who drinks all those gross shakes or no? 
now you don't yeah. do that. Okay. Oh, come on. All the best football players are doing it. Four raw that. eggs. Oh. Two scoops of protein. Yeah, like three the sticks of butter. Yeah. yeah like the Rocky ridiculous. bit where you like, you know, cracks ten eggs, raw yeah. eggs in a cup and drinks it. Well, it's funny because you're you're the you're the opposite of our producer Cam, who like only eats chicken fingers. So. <laughs> yeah, I wish he was here right now. To hear that you eat anything anytime is yeah, just yeah. complete opposite of Cam. But no, like, throw a bowl of cereal together at like eleven p.m. <laughs> yeah. Dude, yeah, I had I had I had cereal two hours ago, Captain Crunch. I'm I'm not gonna lie, I think cereal is like an elite and underrated night it is. food. It's it just is. a great night snack. Yeah, or nice even a dinner. Mm-hmm. Why not? Just, I mean there is there is what nutrients and grains and yeah, fiber it's, and it's 2023 cereals? have what you want for yeah dinner. come on <laughs> don't let anyone tell you differently whatever i mean look we got a four-star recruit here that is going to the, un, the university of minnesota the. and loves saying he loves eating cereal at 11 a.m and yeah. anything don't anyone and i'm not saying that's a bad thing i think the everyone's telling you, you got to eat those awesome or those super healthy shakes or eat this in the morning and no no fuck that just work hard and eat cereal he's a pancakes guy remember that too you're a pancakes guy so you can eat pancakes and cereal and you're good you're gonna go somewhere in life (laughs) right i'm not kidding exactly that's all it takes don't let anyone tell you differently yeah when we eat that stuff jake we're not going anywhere in life no there's other factors maybe yeah maybe maybe. Um, okay but yeah Hey, we have this fun game here. It's called Could You Block It? I think we're going to go around the room, name a few things, and let us know if you think you could block this item, okay? Christian Derisaw got the same set mm-hmm. list yeah, here. So. Okay. Could you block a slow-rolling Prius? <laughs> it's a neutral. Yeah. It's a neutral, so it'll have some give. Okay. I think I, I, think I could get it. Okay. There <laughs> we're going to we try it. All right. Later. No. Jack, you want to <laughs> go next? Yeah. Uh, could you block a field goal? You're tall. I guess you played basketball. You got some experience there. I think I could block a field goal. There we go. Yeah, I was just like... Sneak in, just like real quick. <laughs> you could also be it. like a jump the jump the line type type mm-hmm. guy too. I'm probably though. just trying to knock somebody over and just like Pan- pancake them. There you go. It. We're just doing ball it. rush. Them. Yeah, yeah. Just go for it. Uh, could you block successfully block calls from your ex? Yeah. yeah. There we go. Uh, has that already been happen? Is that already been done? <laughs> no. Okay, but you could do it. That's yeah, we just know exactly. that. Okay, perfect. Um, what about a jump shot? I, I think yeah, that's pretty obvious. Yeah, <laughs> that's really I think about one last one. Slap shot. Hockey. Could you get in front of a uh, a, a flying puck? <laughs> if I have all that stuff on, yeah, I think I could. Okay, yeah, there okay. we go. Like love we're the five, five for five. There five we go. Five for five. I love it. You, you I don't won. even know if Christian Derisaw went five for five. I think he was four for five. I think he was four. I think for five, I so. think he said the slap shot. No way. He was uh, he was scared of that. The the Prius one kind of just like going like. <laughs> I think you. I think you could legitimately push a Prius at least ten miles an hour. I don't think they're that heavy. Are they? Eco friendly. <laughs> they they, they have wheels. Like a slap shot though, like, like. Some of them go ninety miles an well, hour. Well, you're talking about NHL <laughs> players. <laughs> yeah, I mean Ovechkin uh, was beating hundred miles per hour. Say, college, so somebody plays for the golfers is probably shooting eighty-five to ninety. Okay, so yeah, let's say Nyes, Matthew Nyes, Matthew Nyes. He's now gone. He's an NHLer. Snuggerud is coming back though, so you can take a slap shot from him. He's a fellow gopher hockey player. So no. we we let's set something up. No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I don't know. We uh, won't have to. I'd assume uh, is basketball your second favorite sport then, yeah. or is it your first favorite sport? It's probably. Not. It's your first. Okay, oh, wow. that's interesting. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, do you have a go-to NBA team? Uh, Lakers. No. Lakers. Or what? As the night we're recording this, they are playing. <laughs> oh boy. The Timberwolves in the extravagant NBA play-in tournament. Yes. Right. We're trying to become uh, back-to-back play-in tournament champions. No uh, big deal. Just playoff turn. Just even playoff appearances in general. Right. So we. So the Wolves can lose tonight. We'll be okay. Yeah. We'll be fine. Yeah. We we still have another game. There is a scenario, Jerome, where both of your favorite teams. Wait. Is, would you say the Wolves are number two though? 
Oh, oh shit. We're not even yeah, in the top three. You just keep going down the list. Uh, top 10? <laughs> okay. There we go. So you can say two, two of your two... Two of your top ten favorite teams could make it to the playoffs. There's a, there's a scenario out there. Top thirty, yeah, <laughs> that's every top team teams <laughs> in the league. Um, well, uh, another one too. You were one of the first athletes in the state of Minnesota to get an NIL deal, and I know that's a kind of a super exciting time for college athletes in general to to get these deals. I guess what is that experience like? I was crazy. Uh, I think I got the idea proposed to me mid basketball season. But, like, it's against, like, state high school rules to, like, mm. sign in season. So, mm. had to wait until, like, March, late March to sign it. But, like, we were talking about it since, like, early February. Dude, how cool is it that they're actually, in the state of Minnesota, finally allowing these NIL deals? I think it's really cool. Um, I feel like players should, like, be able to, like, use, like, their image. To just, yeah, 100%. Like, yeah. Yeah. And it, yeah. I think it's, like, really cool that I was able to get one. And, like, the person I got one with is, like, someone I've known for a couple years now. And, like, we're both really big on, like, community and giving back. So, like, I'm really, like, excited to have that, yeah. Awesome. And sorry if you don't mind me asking, but who who are you uh, – who do you sign your deal with? Uh, PPA, Premier Pinball and Amusement. Yeah, that's it. So, nice. Yeah. No. Fuck yeah. And that's sweet, too, because, like, you mentioned giving back to the community. I mean, that's what it's all about. Like, yep. even even us, so we're – we're jokesters on the internet, but we, you know, at the end of the day, it's about using your influence to, to give back to charity. So, yeah, because yeah, we're influencers. <laughs> Some, it's just so funny when up. someone calls me that or calls us that, but we are technically. We, I were, guess. we, we were invited to uh, when the twins unveiled their new jerseys back in, uh, I guess, beginning of winter. They, they invited us. So we, sh- we showed up and they're like, oh, are you guys influencers? And it was the weirdest <laughs> thing to say. Oh, you're yes, going to sit I here guess. at. Like <laughs> influencers are people who don't work. Like we, we still work. We yeah. don't, we don't go to the, to the Bahamas and take pictures on a boat. That's what an influencer. I mean, is. Jerome, would you consider yourself an influencer? Yeah. At this uh, point? Not really, no. <laughs> He's an athlete. Athletes yeah. are different. A- than athlete, athletes are people who work hard and carry influence. Yeah. Sure. But so they're, they're not influencers. They're not on the boat yes. in the Bahamas. Right. Yeah, exactly. Um, well, uh, I, I wanted to ask, I, speaking, well, we talked, we mentioned Daniel Fella Lele earlier, and I know they put him in at running back in one of the bowl games. Picture this. They need to put you in in running back in a certain specific scenario or a play. Would you be fully willing to do it? 100%. Yeah. Yeah. If it's like goal line, I'm scoring. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. It's just, I feel like that more teams got to utilize that. Throw you in on the one, almost like a fullback situation. Yeah. Just- scoring hashtag bring back the fullback well did you uh ever growing up or like when you started did you uh i think i read though you started in defense though yeah I defense, playing defensive end, defensive yeah. end okay. and then when did you transition over to offense then uh, sophomore year i got moved up to varsity and i started at left tackle so like that's when i really yeah. like you're in your I last played a little year, bit right? of like offense but like it was yeah. mostly defense for me. Really? And I was on B team. Like that's how late I joined. Damn. Yeah. Well, because yeah, wow. you just started. That yeah. which yeah, still like, blows my mind. Week five. Like we had three more games left at that point. So yeah. What yeah. was that uh, transition transition like going from defense to offense? Was it pretty seamless for you? Uh, no, not really. Because the sophomore year, I wasn't. I wasn't good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always getting picked on, like in the film sessions. So. Yeah, it wasn't very good. Yeah, but that that led you to you to growth and becoming the player you currently are, right? So that's yeah. huge. Do you ever miss playing defense? A lot. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. just unleashing your rage, yeah. which you oh. still can do as an offensive lineman. Going back to the pancake yeah. bit, but mm-hmm. yeah, I just got to imagine like like sacking a quarterback probably feels a lot better than preventing yeah. him from being sacked. This is top five. Yeah, for sure. yeah. Especially if you force a fumble, pick it up, and mm-hmm. you know, just seeing 
just seeing the the big defensive guys tackle and and run Scoop. down the field and scoop and score. It's it's one of the best sights in football. Yeah, it really is. I don't think there's anything better to be honest. <laughs> That's great. Well, I think they should make. I think they should put you. Uh, I mean, going with the running back, I think they need to put more big guys in like wide receiver roles and stuff. Just, Fuck tight end. Just see just, what happens. <laughs> just see what happens. I mean, there there are your guys like you are hard to tackle. So. I think that there needs to be more experimentation, but who knows what PJ Fleck has in store for you? Might be more than just offensive line. I don't know. Hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, and and speaking of Fleck, you know, we we've had a, quite a few Gophers on this on this podcast, and they've told some pretty pretty incredible stories about some of uh, PJ's metaphors and and uh, some some of his antics. How excited are you to play for a guy like that? Oh, it's really exciting because like he always has like this like this, his energy is always just like <laughs> fills up the whole room like. You feel it, everybody else feels it, and it kind of just, like, kind of, like, elevates, like, the whole environment almost. He just, yeah. like, expects, like, the best of everybody. He's always, like, positive, always just, like, cares for his players on and off the field. So it's, like, a really good feeling knowing that you're, like, playing under somebody like that. And I'm guessing you've kind of felt that since being recruited, like, yeah. all the way back. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Yeah, so have you already had – I was going to ask you, have you already had any interest, interesting interactions with Fleck? Um, no, not really. Well, I think, I think well, you can tell. Like, he, probably, to, he probably yeah. saves like the good stuff yeah. for the season. Yeah. I figure. I was gonna say yeah. we'll we'll have you back on in a year, and you'll you'll tell a couple stories. What was uh, one year? Cole Keefe, uh He was telling us a funny story on how like every week they they deemed like their weeks on like pop stars, right? Something like uh, that. Music artist. Music so artist. Every yeah. week was for a new a theme, and he had a uh, Steve Aoki theme where he threw a cake at his assistant. So. Yeah, yeah. So that that was the best flex story we've through, gotten. Through so the vase across the room, or something yeah. like that. And now that Mariano Tanner and Co have all graduated. You you got to be our story storyteller. Yeah. Now, we'll, so. we'll hit you up in a few years because <laughs> yes. I'm sure you're gonna have a lot to maybe even say in one week. You yeah. know, yeah. who knows? So yeah, that's awesome. Well, another thing we asked Darisaw too. Um, we asked him like, if we attempted to get around you ten times to get to the quarterback, would we, would we be able to? So out of ten times, how many times do you think we could get around you? I'm wearing that Vikings helmet over there. How many times would I be able to get around you? <laughs> you can be mean if you want. Yeah, right, you can be honest. <laughs> I feel like uh, maybe I might give him like one sack. Okay, I don't know. Okay, I don't know. Maybe like, one. Maybe, maybe like a late rep. Maybe maybe you're a little tired. And that's when he sneaks by us. See, but I think we'd be more tired. <laughs> oh yeah, I, I would agree. I, I would. I would. If honestly, zero is what I'm thinking. But I, I yeah. I think maybe I'd try something you've never seen before. Mm-hmm. Like I'd army crawl under your legs. Or I was something. just about to say that. I think that's the only way I might do is like. Doing some rookie shit that you've never seen before. That's about all I can. Our our best friend growing up in high school, he was the center of our football Mm -hmm. team, and he he was no stars, right? He was no one to write home about. Write home about, and it was impossible for us to get by him. Yeah, (laughs) so yeah, set the line of point five. Yeah, (laughs) a point five over under. We can we can have a whole betting line, uh, you know, set up for it and everything. So that would be very interesting. Yeah. Well, uh, I I do. You guys have any more questions for him? No, I mean I'm I'm ready to go into rapid fire unless Jake has anything. Yeah, I mean, well, I guess I want to ask, uh, is there anyone on the current roster, that, on the go- current Gophers roster? I know you probably haven't met a lot of players, but that you maybe know of that you're most excited to play with. Uh, Ariante Ursi. He was my, like, kind of like my host for my official visit. So mm-hmm. he was, like, around me and my family a lot. Uh, I was, like, around him a lot. We talked. Uh, like, sometimes I text him, and he just gives, like, good advice. And yeah. Good, like, role model for me, I would say. So yeah, I'm excited to like be playing with him, that type of thing. Yeah, him. Uh, do do guys in my grade count? 
Yeah, 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 yeah for sure. sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, my buddy Greg, I'm really excited to play with him. I think we're going to be really good, both of us. Then we both got like high ceiling, high motor type of guys. And I think like on it, we're both going to be on the interior too. So like, it's going to be like really cool to play with him. Yeah. You, you say Grant? Greg Johnson. Great. Okay. Awesome. Sounds good. Yep. Can you, uh, can you pronounce the quarterback's name you're going to be protecting? Can you pronounce his name? Sure. Most likely he's going to be the starting quarterback, but. Kelly Ekman. Oh, yeah. You got it. Yeah. See, that's awesome. We always pronounce it a different way every time. I'm kind of on purpose, but not. sometimes not. Cal- Athens, Kelly Mantis. Kelly Manis. That's such a Greek name. Kelly Praying Mantis. I like that he's, one. He's exciting. Yeah. I, I, yeah. I, I'm super pumped for this year. I think, yeah, like, he's gonna be really good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, we just got a, a little sneak peek of what he can do. But yeah, yeah. he blew all of our minds last he's, year. He's gonna be, uh, he's gonna be the guy, and you're gonna be the guy blocking him. Yep. Just. Yeah, two guys, two just guys, block, just yep, playing football. Just a, yep, exactly. It's gonna it's gonna be a fun year. But like we said, the final segment we have here, just rapid fire, just ten questions okay. as fast as you can go. Uh, first one, you're on a deserted island for the rest of your life. You can only listen to one song. What do you listen to? Oh. <laughs> it's tough. Um, XR Two Life. Oh, there we go. Yeah, dude. I haven't heard that one since college, mm. but I that was definitely on the repeat. Oh, that was a banger when we were in college. Uh, it had like that cle- keyboard clicking sound in the beginning. <laughs> it's good, yeah, it's a good song. Uh, how many fourth graders could you fend off in self-defense? Uh, like a hundred. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Like and counting. They're, like, they're all like coming like one by one or is it like yeah like, yeah one we'll say one by one yeah. single file line yep yeah nice um minneapolis or st paul which one do you prefer minneapolis yeah it's like there's like more stuff to do there. true mm-hmm. you know it's honestly like what most people we've had on the show it's like what fan of a team they are so if they're a wild fan they're choosing st paul but if they're that's literally any thing. other fan like vikings t-wolves mm-hmm. whatever it's yeah. minneapolis yeah that's usually the the association is big wild fans uh, does pineapple belong on pizza? I had a Hawaiian pizza like yesterday. Oh, <laughs> really? there we go. So you are a yes guy. Um, it's not my go-to, but like if it's there, I'll eat it. Probably yeah, yeah. Like, eat like anything. Right. Yeah. yeah. I was gonna yeah. say where I'm at. It lines Same with here. what you answered earlier. So. I'm not gonna request it or order it, but yeah, like, like if I'll it's there, it. it's not yeah. bad. But yeah. not gonna throw a hissy fit if it's yeah. on there. Yeah. Right. Right. Uh, if you were given an all-expenses-paid trip to North Dakota, would you take it? Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah, it is. It's all expenses. Like, yeah, yeah right. You can you make could, fun anyway. Yeah, you could do something with it. Yeah. Uh, if you had a boat, what would you name it? Uh, Rome Will. Rome <laughs> Will. I like it. You sound like you thought about yeah, that before. Yeah, you didn't even think about yeah, it, dude. Like uh, Rome Will. <laughs> Sounds like a classy type of whiskey that like yeah. has been aged for 100 years. Like Rome Will. <laughs> they found it at the bottom of some Scottish castle. Yeah. That's sick. Uh, what's the worst fast food place? Uh, Arby's. Arby's, yeah. <laughs> classic answer. I what? Didn't even have to like, think about it. What's your least favorite part about Arby's? Um, just like it doesn't look appealing to me. Yeah, yeah. I've had it once just to like prove that it wasn't good, and it was like oh, it was. You already knew it going in. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Ro- roast beef sandwiches aren't visually appealing. Yeah, so when you like, see the ads, it's like I'm good. But yeah. they, I love I love Arby's. I'm a big Arby's guy. But that I don't know. <laughs> I get why people don't like it, but like <laughs> it's not your traditional. It is fast funny food, how but, much we get that answer. But White Castle is definitely like the <laughs> yeah. leading oh, yeah, and Burger Castle. King. Yeah, Mike, those are the three. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or we get Long John Silver's yeah. too, which is fine. That's that's great. That's, that's an a acceptable good answer. answer. Uh, is a hot dog a sandwich? No. Okay. <laughs> if a movie's made about your life, who's playing you? Um, I have a twin brother. He could probably play me. Oh shit! Okay. Really? You have yeah. a twin brother? Does he play football? Uh, he plays, but he's not like playing in college. Okay. Yeah. We were on the team together. It was like kind of funny because like, yeah. we would always go against each other. Like 
just like in practice. So. Yeah. Nice. Is All he right. a, is he a good actor? Uh, probably not. Yeah. <laughs> it would be a pretty bad movie. <laughs> <laughs> starring I'd yeah, yeah. like to see it. That'd be fun. And uh, the final one on here is just give us your strike three call if you were an ump. Uh, mm, this is tough. <laughs> this is a safe space. You can go all out. Yeah. Like I can just say anything. Any antic, whatever. Yep. However you want to do it, man. Get the fuck out. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most like just straight to the point when we got. Yeah. Get the fuck like, out. You're, like you're out. You're yeah. Done. Yeah. No arguing. Get up, get out of here. Yeah. <laughs> oh sweet. Well, Jerome, uh, where can uh, where can people find you? Because I know there's gonna be a lot of Gopher fans listening. Um, you can find me at like a Gopher practice. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> or uh, like what are your socials? Yeah. Sorry, uh, I, I could have worded that a little Instagram, better. Instagram Rome Willie one L W I L I. Yeah. Uh, like that's really what I use mostly. Sweet. So, you were literal though. They can find you at. Go they for can practice. find you. They should find you. Hopefully, they have, they they have some public practices, open practices. I've been on so campus is like too many times. So <laughs> a lot of them probably like just see me like waltzing around. Just yeah. go to Dinky Town. You'll see me around yeah. <laughs> eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Eventually, you'll find me somewhere around. Yep. But yeah, Jerome, thanks so much, man, for coming in here. And uh, we're like I like we mentioned, we're go for season ticket holders. No big deal. We're uh, we're pumped to <laughs> pumped to watch you on Saturdays. Thank you guys. Yeah. Really, this was fun. I need to do more of these. Dude, cut, you're welcome back on any time. Yeah, we'll yeah. have to make it. Like we said, you're our annual. inside guy now for the PJ stories. So. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Annual. I'll come back like exactly a year. a year. There we go. A year. You'll yeah. be a changed stories. man. Yep. <laughs> yep, after we won the national championship. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stories see. to tell. Love it, man. Sweet. Awesome. Well, thanks again. Yeah, yeah, thank good luck, you, man. Thank you. Buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. I've never had Cracker Jacks. Honestly, I don't know. Outside of baseball, who actually buys Cracker Jacks? Did your mom ever say, like, oh, hey, I bought some Cheez-Its, some Ritz Bits, and some fucking Cracker Jacks? Nope. No chance. Nope. Uh, but you know what? We're going to try them. First time ever. I've sang that song as a baseball fan my entire life. I get a prize. As long as, as, long as the Twins cover, that's the only prize I want. got to open it up. All right. First time having a Cracker Jack. I have a couple So it's basically the caramel in caramel corn. With some peanuts. <laughs> is all Cracker Jacks is. Is there peanuts in there? I don't see That's, any. Cracker Jacks is caramel corn and peanuts. They have like four peanuts. <laughs> it's not Cracker Jacks since the 1970s. This is, I think it, this is literally caramel corn. That's all this is. That's incredible. It's good, though. Um, buy me some peanuts and Cracker Jacks. Take me out to the ball game. Um, that's all it is. It's, it's caramel. It's good. It's, it's yeah. Also, I might get Cracker Jacks more often now. Now I know. All right, folks. Welcome back. Awesome interview with University of Minnesota recruit Jerome Williams. Let's get into the final segment, something we haven't done in a while. It's guys doing business. We always say that we're guys in the business world doing business, making deals, making cash. And uh, in this rendition of it, we're crooks in the pharmaceutical industry. We're, uh, we're coming up with, with magic pills to help with stuff. And uh, we're each going to pitch you three different ideas for, for pills that we want to invent. So uh, we'll just go round table. Zane, what do you got? Okay. Good evening, Sharks. Thank you for joining me tonight. As you know, Minnesota sports has caused us fevered nightmares. I mean, just look what happened this past weekend when the Gophers lost in heartbreaking fashion in the national championship game. Jake. <laughs> Absolutely devastating, right, buddy? Oh, yes. yes but what sir. if I told you? What if I told you there's hope? 
<sighs> he doesn't know what that is. Is there hope? Uh, okay, well, I, by hope, I don't mean, you know, one of our sports teams actually winning a championship. Oh, that is, okay. unfortunately, a little too unrealistic. However, we have the next best thing. Ladies and gentlemen, I'm going to introduce to you the one and only drug. It's called Copium. By taking this pill, you will be able to cope with the devastating defeats the state of Minnesota will eventually provide. Just take one pill and it will turn your mood from sad to indifferent. Mm. So what do you say, Sharks? Are you in? Yeah. And hopefully if I take enough copium, my hair will be gone because we'll shave, I'll shave my head after the Wild win the first round against the Dallas Stars. There we go. Do you have a sample for us today? Uh, not today. Oh, so it's just a it. prototype. I, I yeah. could use a copium right yeah, now. Yeah, we're testing on rats. Copium? We're going to soon. That sounds like something that some really sketchy guys sell behind a library and that you have to smoke from a spoon. That You have to light it on fire <laughs> and then, like inject it into your veins. Yeah, you melt it down, put it in a syringe. Yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. Get that copium in here. Copium sounds like it's going to be the next... Epidemic in yeah. 2027. You know, we can look into that, making it intravenous, right? Yeah. Yeah, there we go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Jake, what's your first idea? All right. Hello, Sharks. Welcome. To, I'm so happy to be here today. Um, you seem just thrilled. I, I'm <laughs> thrilled. Uh, anyway, is there something that you have been waiting for, for that isn't that is maybe weeks out, months out, or maybe even years away, but you... Don't want to wait for it? Yeah, you're getting laid, right? Oh. oh. Listen. Virgin, All right. Virgin joke. Oh, it's a virgin joke. That's funny. Um, I, we might have a pill for that, too, believe me. <laughs> but that, not today. Um, no, but uh, you've been, like, there was, uh, you know, if you're waiting for something and it's weeks away, maybe, like, for us, for our case, you know, the Vegas vacation will be months away, or it's not till next year, and we're always waiting for it. Well, I want to introduce, uh, introduce, to, you, introduce to you today. Oh boy, he's stumbling. We got there. I, I'm, I maybe have taken a few of these pills. Well, no, I, that doesn't make sense. But anyway, uh, comatone, comatone. If you take these pills, if you take one pill, it'll knock you out for a week. But if you take two, it'll knock you out for two weeks. You can take up to four pills where it's not going to kill you. And you'll knock you out, put you in a, in a, in a healthy coma, where you do not need, you do not need to eat or drink, and it'll feel like an instantaneous sleep, and you'll wake up feeling great. It's uh, an example. If you've seen South Park, Eric Cartman uh, cannot wait for the Wii to come out, even though it's out for three weeks. He's sitting outside a GameStop, stumbling back and forth. We deal with that in real life. If you do not want to wait that long for a for a big event or for a vacation, you can take some comatone, and it'll knock you out. And I'll put you in a healthy coma. This has been tested in rats. FDA approved. FDA approved. We're working on that, by the way. Not <laughs> not yet. Um, but comatone, it will allow you to sleep in a healthy way, and it'll feel like an instantaneous uh, coma, I should say. You'll come out of it no matter how – depending on the amount of pills you ingest, but you can um, sleep, your, sleep your way to your destination. Do you, still, do you still go to the bathroom during these periods? Uh, it retains it retains all bodily fluids. Oh, that's awesome! Jake, yeah. But but what do you say to the people who love to give out the quote? It's not about the destination; it's about the journey. It's about the process. Um. Well, we we are we have been you, working on. You a, don't believe the journey. Well, you, you believe skipping the journey, skipping the journey, and get there immediately. There are a lot of people that want it, or may, maybe you want to uh, fake to someone you went in a coma. You don't want to go to uh, a, a person's wedding. Oh, he's in a coma. <laughs> That's a horrible thing to do. But you can use these pills however you want. Just don't take more than four. You might die and never wake up. Yeah, definitely read the instructions. Oh, 
oh, the election is coming up. I'm going to take four of these pills. That's actually a good time to yes. take one. Yeah. Just yes. pass out for a month. Pass out for a month and just wake up. Um, I don't even want to know what happened. Let's go. Yeah. All right. Comatone. Comatone. Uh, you guys put together. You guys actually came up with names. I'm I'm more of a just delivered as it is. What okay. you see is what you get kind of guy. And I'm just gonna play it off as that because I underprepared. It's a working prototype. Yeah. So uh, my first invention. This is actually an idea I had back in college uh, that I obviously did not have the smarts to to back up. But is the uh, the sober pill. So uh, why why in the world? Would you ever need to, you know, sleep over at a stranger's house, lay on a floor, rent a dirty hotel room for $100, pay for a $200 Uber during a surge zone at 2 a.m. in Minneapolis when you could just pop a pill and next thing you know, you're sober again. No more hangovers. The blood is cleaned out. Uh, Drunk driving accidents go way down in terms of numbers of people who do that. No more hangovers. And, uh, yeah, I mean, Uber and Lyft might go out of business, which uh, prevents probably tens of thousands of people from getting income, which is unfortunate. Maybe the taxis make a comeback. New York City, I know they're still using taxis there. So uh, the sober pill, what do you guys think about that? Would you do it? Oh, I'm a thousand percent in. I would just love to go to a game, get as drunk as I fucking wanted to, really, really enjoy it, take a pill, and 30 minutes later drive home. Yep. I'm buying in. Yeah. You're sober. Do we have to worry about sober overdoses? Yeah, I mean, you probably don't want to take 10 of them. Okay. And also, too, uh, you really have to honor the amount of time it takes to kick in. Like, I don't, I don't want to see anyone taking the sober pill and jumping behind the wheel. You need the 30-minute wait 30 time? minutes. Yeah. Same, same, uh, same as you should, same amount of time that it takes your stomach to digest food before your mom lets you go back in the pool. Whatever, okay. whatever gray amount of time that is. That's- or the same amount of time that you may or may not have if you drink uh, six Six uh six shots of fireball and you say you can drive home before it kicks in. Right. Yeah. That's that's that's, yeah, that's that, just not true. That's not, yeah. I, I know people who say that. That's not scientifically true. As a shark, can I maybe give you a suggestion? Yeah. Um, I was just wondering, maybe you sell each bottle of pills with like a little portable BAC. Ooh, reader. almost like Jim Leahy in the last episode of uh, <laughs> yes, la- last Boys. season of Trailer Park Boys. He was blowing in. To see what his BAC was so he could determine if he's allowed to drink more or not. Yes, well, exactly. Well, are you saying you're buying in? Are you going to give him a deal or not? Uh, uh, don't, 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 don't rush me. Don't rush I'll me. Gi- I'll, give, I'll give you your $300,000 you're asking for, for, but for 25% stake paid back over a 12-month period. And on top of that, I want 20% equity. Yeah. No. <laughs> yeah. And equity, yep. You got to throw yeah. equity. I live in my parents' basement, so I'll take anything <laughs> at this point. <laughs> All right, Zane, your second idea. Yeah, are you guys like me? And have you had enough of just spending $12 for a beer at a fucking sports game? Yep. No. Well, let me just tell you something, okay? I got something that's going to save you hundreds of thousands of dollars, okay? Introducing... The stay buzzed pill. This is literally. Oh, the, let's team is, up. Yes, yes. Let's team up. It's kind Go of like the opposite of the sober pill. But how does it work? Pretty much before the game, you get to pre- your preferred level of buzzed. Now, I don't care how you do it. You go to Tom Reed's, right? Pre-game there. Um, you could maybe take a shot of Fireball and the Uber on the way over. Hey, maybe even tailgate your way there, right? However, once you obtain your ideal level of buzzed, just take this pill to maintain your buzz for the next two to three hours. You're going to stay at the same exact buzz the whole entire way. And this way you can achieve how drunk you want to be before the game and stay there the entire game without dropping money on $12 beers. And you don't got to go pee all the time. And you don't got to go pee. Those two things mm-hmm. I feel like I do more than watch sporting events when I go to sporting events. The bathroom, even for the men's line at Wild, it's, yeah, it's, 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 it's crazy. Insane. 
But yeah, well, we, obviously, um, we're going to make it in such a way where like you could take that, and then later in the night, you could take the sober pill. Yep. So we'll work something out there, but that's pretty much what I was thinking. Maybe if you buy three buzz pills, you get a, a free thing of sober pills. Yeah, there you go. We'll work it out. We're turning people into into, into drug addicts at this point. I mean, that's that, okay. That's pretty much buy just, one, get one. That's just pretty much our lives anyways, man. We wake up, we chug energy drinks, or we yeah. chug coffee, or we chug whatever, right? And we just kind of live off drugs. So. And gamble on sporting events and drink beer. We, we were born to make bad decisions. Yeah. And these pills will help us make even more. Efficiently, though. Yep, exactly. All right, Jake, idea number two. Idea number two. All right. I have a few on the list. I'm trying to think. All right, I got one. All right. Do you ever feel like you maybe... (laughs) Oh, God. (laughs) Do you ever feel you've had a horrible one-night stand and the next day you just want to forget about it? Jake, Plan B already exists. Or or, (laughs) this this could go hand-in-hand with Plan B. Um, but that also does not take away the fact that you could still have a kid. Um, <laughs> this is not plan B. Do not use this as a substitute for plan B, or you maybe have a bad day of sports betting and, and you're depressed about it for the next few days, or you witness a, uh, a national championship and, uh, and you are depressed about it. Well, there's copium for that, but I know there's copium for it, but and what if you want to com- comatone, but what if you <laughs> and comatone as well, but if you want to still be awake, but you don't want to try to cope with it and know what happened, you can completely remove that memory. Out of your head. We have a pill, the dememory, the dememory, <laughs> the dememorizer, the dememorizer, the dememorizinator pills um, that specifically will knock out the memory of the last 48, 24 to 48 hours, so, depending on how many pills you take. Is a good example, Jake, a particular hockey game on Saturday night that you want, want to forget about. Yeah, but I don't know if I would take it in that case because the Red Hot Chili Peppers concert was fucking amazing. But <laughs> if I didn't go to the concert, yes, uh, I wake up. What game? What game? What are you talking, what are you talking about? about? I'm going to go take some comatone for the next month, but uh, as well, if you put them together, it could... It's probably worse than speedball. <laughs> it's just, uh, you probably don't want to mix any of these drugs. No, 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 not at all. But the dememorizinator uh, is what we call it. And, and these pills will essentially, depending on what you take, 24 to 48, last 24 to 40 hours out of your head. Don't even think about it. It does nothing. Um, you don't think about it. it. It's crazy. It's like men in black, you know, when they spray that light or, or flash or, that light in front uh, of somebody. You don't remember that. Or what people all. say that it, when, you, when you've reached the end of the flat earth. They mm-hmm. shoot you with a memory gun and yep. you forget exactly. that you saw the end of the earth. We worked with that team, by the way, yeah. on this pill. Yeah. So we know exactly what we're talking we about. We have the technology. We, we have the technology to erase that memory from your head of whatever it may be, from a poor one-night stand to a bad night of drinking to bad decisions. Um, you, it's like, so if I were to witness like a family member die horribly, I could take this pill? Yes, okay. and you feel a lot better, but... Th- yeah, but be careful because then if you figure out that they died again, <laughs> you might and you go try to take more. another pill and you could overdose and you ne- can't die on this, but you will forget who you are eventually mm-hmm. if you keep taking it within a short amount of time, which some people have tried to do um, and it's ended horribly. So okay. be careful. All right. Um, once again, very simple delivery. I just got a sentence for my next one. Uh, I'm going to create a night vision pill. I want to be able to see in the dark, but not look like a fucking nerd doing it. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, let's, let's, I'm down for that. Dude. Why not? Everyone, ev- everyone's going to answer to this. Well, you can just buy night vision goggles. You look I, like a nerd. That. I don't want to look like a nerd. I already look like a nerd. I wear glasses. I'm skinny. Like, wh- I, I just want to be able to see in the dark without having to look like more of a nerd. It reminds me of Step Brothers. Like, like, you know what the coolest thing is? Like, night vision goggles. And they both have these huge-ass goggles on their face. And I think it's like Will Ferrell. And he's like, you know, the funny thing is you, you can barely even notice these things, even though they're obviously yeah. huge on your fucking face. To actually be able to see in the dark without them, I mean, you could actually be helping the military-industrial right. complex with that. True. Man. Yeah, like, A, 
you buy a pill instead of a a five hundred dollar piece of technology. <laughs> yes. I think the only people that look cool wearing those things are probably like cops and soldiers. Yeah. That's about it. I can't think of any other profession where wearing those things, maybe a scientist, but they have lights. It's a fucking laboratory. They don't need to see. They don't need to see in the dark. So I literally think if you're not a cop or a soldier, you should not own a pair of night vision goggles. And anyone could be in a position where they could see in the dark if they bought the pill so mm-hmm. are perverts allowed to buy night vision goggles nope oh. uh, yeah oh. so andy i'm sorry you've been uh, <laughs> you're on the do not purchase list <clears throat> they have background checks for that now yeah, exactly <laughs> they know who you are all right third and final idea wags okay hey sharks are you sick and tired of your pets never fucking listening to you yes Uh-oh. <laughs> oh well i have the solution introducing the listen pill oh. this is this is a pill that is specifically formulated to make your dog cat hamster goldfish whatever the fuck your pet is more suggestible and less defiant using only the finest ingredients as well as some of the cia's top brainwashing secrets we have what it takes to make your pet truly man's best friend you'll put out the uh put the dog obedience school industry out of business with that one i love it 100 percent. trying to teach dogs to use you know bathrooms at home trying to use cats to use bathrooms at home flush you no longer have to deal with that shit so i mean that's kind of nice. the plan with that yeah i love it now ba- basically create a brian griffin <laughs> i like it but can we can we use this on humans Yes, but that's very dangerous. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't recommend. It hasn't been tested in humans. It has been tested, like I said, in rats, small animals. I was but... gonna say all those horrible parents' ears just perked up. <laughs> Wait, I don't yep. have to do any work. Here you go. Take these pills. Yep. Shake them. Take them, Johnny. You <laughs> uh, bitch. Yeah. Shit in that toilet, Johnny. Yeah. yeah. All right, journalist Jake. Your final proposal. Uh, my, I want to come to you, sharks, today. I, I, I know every, especially you all, um, don't like paying yeah. your taxes. Oh. Oh. Um, oh. How do you know that? You, you, are you, it's fine. Are you identifying me as a tax evader? Yep. <laughs> yep. I don't I mean, appreciate but no, that. But Americans spend billions of hours every year paying their taxes. I'm going to introduce. <laughs> I'm going to introduce you the pill, the IRS immune immune immunity. IRS immunopine. Oh. When you take this pill, you do not. You don't have to pay your taxes. (laughs) You just don't have to. You're immune from being tracked by the IRS. You keep every single penny you earn, rightfully so, So in your paycheck. You're telling me all 80,000 of those agents they just brought on are going to have no idea you've ever existed? Yep. Then they're not going to touch you. They're they're just going to leave your money. They're going to let you keep your money you earn. I mean, that sounds fantastic. But I mean, you take it. Well, what do these pills retail at? Like, does it cost me more than my taxes? No, <laughs> we are finding ways to create better price efficiency with the help of you sharks. We are hoping to invest resources into bringing prices down. Oh god! What essentially it does when when the uh, I'm trying what what the pill does is the IRS agent views you as a rock or just an object that's not human or a dependent. A, a dependent. They view you as as a two year old child that that <laughs> that doesn't that, pay taxes. That doesn't pay taxes. That's what it is. So, how funny would it be if the government released these pills and they purposely looked up how much you pay in taxes and charged you up ten percent every time for a prescription? It was flat flex pricing. Yep. It, it was it was uh it was flex pricing. And no, we're not going to make sure that happens. This is not comes from. I do not work for the government. Oh, so this is a private company. This it's not government uh, funded. Yes. Okay. So we're making sure that there's no government involvement. This is IRS immunopine, and it's we're it's we're here to help. Okay. Sharks, <laughs> we're here to help. Let's not pay taxes. <laughs> hey, you know what? That would be if 
that would be the number one thing ever on the actual Shark Tank. Yeah. <laughs> those rich bastards they, would love all it. Five they, of those if you guys, ask them if they didn't want to pay taxes. Can I are, have a sample? They're like, well, I already am not paying taxes, but I'm curious if you can find me a cheaper way to do it. <laughs> yeah. You if I can miss, pay like 0% Mr. Wonderful would have be pitching a tent sitting oh, yeah. in that chair. You, you'd have offered something right away. Yeah. Right off the bat. All right. My uh, final one is is pretty simple, but I think um, out of all the ideas that we've come up with, I think this one is morally the best one. <laughs> I'm not going to lie. The injury prevention pill. <laughs> Give it to old people. Give it to fragile people. Give it to disabled people who you know like cannot afford to be injured. Uh, give them to athletes before before the season, so we can actually experience in sports in its truest form. Everyone's healthy; the injury excuse goes away. So, actually, us as wild fans might be screwed on that one. But the injury prevention pill would prevent anyone from ever getting injured ever again. I, well, you can just take one, and you're good the rest of your life. Or like, you want to take uh, them before events? Take it for daily use. Okay, daily like, use. Daily okay. use. Okay, and uh, don't take it if your nitrates. Uh, Cause chest pain as this may dr- cause an unsafe drop in blood pressure. Oh, okay, that okay, yeah. Throw all that in there. This is actually funny though because I was watching ESPN today and I saw a commercial for like a, a a dog pill that you give them to like prevent fleas. And on the screen it says side effects have been reported, and that's all it says. <laughs> well, yeah, of course, but for dogs it's like oh we don't need a list it them because dogs yeah, don't care. It is just so funny that I'm like this, funny. this pill could have killed a dog and like they're just advertising. It's Not a side effect it. reported. <laughs> that's so, just we just. Yeah, I'll throw that same umbrella statement for the injury prevention pill. This may cause disease, but yeah. sometimes that beats injury, depending on the severity of your injury. Mm. So, what does it just like temporarily, or I guess for like twelve hours? Does it just make your bones and tendons and body just like harder, more flexible? Yeah, like it, it's it's as, it's if you were Kirk Cousins who drinks a ton of milk. Okay, yeah. allegedly. So essentially, you'll get the body Strong of Kirk bones. Cousins. Yeah, because yeah. Kirk never gets hurt. No, he no, doesn't. Never. And he and he wears that that big ass chest protector. Mm. Basically, you have that thing wrapped around you like an anaconda 24/7. There we go. And again, your ideas help the military industrial complex. True. We yes. win, we win wars. Yes. No one would die. The military. So this prevents death, too. <laughs> Not that. Oh. It doesn't prevent it, but it will prevent any unnecessary injuries that could potentially lead to your death. Oh. Right. So Jake, if you walked over to that door, well actually this 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 I'm starting to see some of the downsides of this. You could kick that door as hard as you could and you'd feel fine. Yeah, this, and not break anything. I think everyone would actually just start running, it, run out and destroy stuff. Could you imagine the UFC? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I'm turning. It would basically be the UFC would basically be until someone is so hungry that they can no longer sit in the ring and they pass yeah. out. It would be like uh, the old Roman days where people are getting killed left yeah. and right, dude. Yeah, it'd be nuts. So um, if you like any of those business ideas, throw us some money and we'll spend it on uh, sports betting and liquor. But, yeah, we have a Venmo. Just try to find us. Yeah, yeah. We're, we are sharks. Yep. But uh, thanks, folks, so much for listening to another episode of It's a Bit presented by 10,000 Takes. Remember that you can find everything we do at 10ktakesmn.com. You can read all of our awesome blogs. Make sure to listen to all of our other podcasts, specifically follow our Wild Takes account as they get ready to gear up for the NHL playoffs. And uh, hopefully we'll be at some of those games, too. Uh, and also make sure to go to our shop, 10ktakesmn.com slash shop. We're redoing a lot of stuff there. We're going to be releasing some awesome shit in the coming weeks. So just make sure to check out everything we do. Follow us on all the socials, 10K Takes. Thanks, folks, so much for supporting us and listening to another episode of It's a Bit. We'll see you next week.